Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, you're getting another bonus episode. You are listening to episode 133, and I'm talking to returning guest Shelby Houlihan. Shelby has been on the show twice already. She was episode 50 with her teammates, Colleen Quigley and Courtney Freyricks both who have also returned to the show. And then I did a solo episode with Shelby, episode 108. So she is no stranger to I'll Have Another Podcast. And I couldn't be more excited to grab an interview with her because she just broke the American record in the 5K. She ran a 14.34 PRing by 26 seconds and breaking the American record by four seconds. Shelby is an inspiration. She is a fierce competitor. I know I would not want to toe the line next to her at a race. And I know you guys are going to grab some inspiration and enjoy everything that she has to say. You guys can follow along Shelby's journey. She trains with the Bowerman Track Club and she's a big advocate of French Bread Friday and loves hard workouts. Lots of fun things about Shelby. You can follow her. She's Shelbo 800 on Instagram and Twitter. And no, you guys, she's not changing her Instagram or Twitter handle. And actually she reveals in this episode, she might try to race an 800 this coming fall. You guys can also find me over on Instagram. I'm Lindsay Hine 626. And on Twitter, I'm at Lindsay Hine. If you're looking for more content from me or a way to support the show so I can pump out these bonus episodes more frequently, you can support the show over on my Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Lindsay Hine. All right, guys, let's go ahead and enjoy this conversation with Shelby Houlihan. Hey, Shelby, what's going on? Not a lot. Just finished my run, so... <laughs> you got it done early. What time, so is your, what time is it there? It's 10 a.m., so I got up and ran at 8-ish. So. I was kind of wondering about that when I proposed 1 o'clock. I was like, ooh, it might be kind of early for oh, her. Oh, no. It was fine because I had been running around like 10, and it's just like really hot, so I'm, I'm glad I had an excuse to get it done earlier. Oh, nice. And, yeah, it was so nice this morning. It's just like perfect weather. So well, it ended up working out. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for motivating me to get up early. <laughs> um, we'll just roll right into it. Uh, okay. American record holder Shelby Houlihan. Woohoo. How does it feel? Yeah, it feels great. <laughs> no, I am really excited that I, I mean, it was kind of a goal that had been forming for me in the last few months and I mean it was a goal before that but it started to feel more like uh more of a reality that I could do it um so to go out there and have Shalane and Corey help pace me was really awesome and it made it a lot easier but uh yeah I'm really excited about it (laughs) Yeah, so for everybody listening, Shelby just uh, broke the American record in the 5K. She ran a 14.34, which is four seconds faster than the American record that was set by Shannon Roberry in 2016. But even more impressive than that, it was a 26-second PR. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much time. Yeah, I mean, it. like looking at it on paper, it, it seems pretty shocking. Like a 26-second PR is a lot, but I think... I mean, the way Jerry is, my coach, he, we don't race a ton. And when we do race, it's like mostly just championship races. Um, so I hadn't actually run a non-championship 
race uh, a non-championship 5K yet this out, like any outdoor season since I went professional. Um, so I think I definitely could have run in the 1440s last year. Uh, it just, I never really had the opportunity. Like I, I PR'd in the prelim at worlds and I ran 15 flat feeling like I could have run faster for sure, but the final was just kind of weird. So I definitely walked away last year feeling pretty disappointed with my season because I felt like none of my times really reflected how fit I actually was. So, I mean, a 26 second PR is a lot, but it isn't as big as it seems. (laughs) Like just like knowing how good of shape I was in last year and not having the opportunity to really prove it. So, yeah. Yeah. Like knowing that, knowing you were there, not maybe not at the 1434, but knowing your fitness was much faster than the 15 minutes. Yeah, for sure. Is breaking 15 minutes, like, is that as far as like women's running in that distance, is that comparable to like when a man breaks 13 minutes? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I honestly, I think, uh, the 5k in the U S for women is in my opinion, like pretty weak compared to the rest of the world. Uh, you know, like these, Africans are running like 1420, 1430 on a regular basis and we're trying to break 15. So in my mind, I'm like really hoping that I can start running these faster times and like proving that the U.S. women can do it too and hopefully pull people along with me to just kind of make more of a, the U.S. more of a force at the world level. Um, But yeah, I mean, <laughs> one step at a time. That's like my overall goal. I, w- I really want to make the U.S. competitive in the 5K on a world level. But yeah, we got to do it in baby steps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you got 11th in Rio, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I did. So, um, you know, I know from talking to you and from hearing you in other interviews and just knowing how you are, uh, that you want a medal, you want a gold medal at some point in your career. Yeah. So is this kind of like this insane progression of awesome racing and PR? I mean, you've just been PRing and winning and yeah. Is that giving you confidence that even in, maybe even in 2020, that's, that's realistic goal? Yeah, I think it definitely is. Um, I always knew that I could do these things. Um, just, this is always kind of my dream and goals as I've grown up. But I think I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm surprised at the times that I'm running right now. I am surprised how strong I feel, I guess. Um, and I think everything is just starting to come together right now. And which makes me really excited for the future. Uh, Cause I feel like I'm just kind of getting started. Um, but yeah, you're 25. Yeah. And like, I, I've definitely, I've put in a lot of work and I really, this is like about year seven or eight of like really working on that aerobic strength. Um, and so to have things finally coming together, like this isn't anything I've done just this year. This is years of work and persistence. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's only going to get better from here. So I'm it makes me really excited for what I could possibly do in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. It's exciting to watch you race too, because, um, you do a really good job with like 
staying calm. At least this is what we see. Yeah. Staying calm during the race. And then just like with 200 meters or 100 meters to go, just being like, bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> where does that kick come from? Um, yeah, I don't know. I've always had the speed since high school. I, I was mostly, I trained like a sprinter in high school. I was on the four by four and I ran the 800 mostly, um, with a few 15s here and there. Uh, so yeah, the, I guess the speed's always been there. Um, but it's taken me since then to build up the aerobic strength so I could get in these fast 1500s and finally like have a kick at the end because, up until now, I, you know, I'd, I'd have a kick once in a while if it was a slow race, but if it was fast, I was just gassed by the end and I didn't have, I never had a kick. Uh, so now that that's kind of caught up, it's definitely more exciting. Like I, I feel more in control and I feel strong. Um, and I think the 15 is probably one of my, like, I think it's probably my favorite race just because I, know how to run that more naturally like it's just kind of instincts I know where to be at each moment and I know how to time that kick perfectly and like kind of see how much I have left um but yeah I mean this is definitely the kick is not something that's just come about this year I've definitely (laughs) I've had it the whole time it's just whether like I've just been building up uh to have it at the end of these races well, what's changed? I mean, you've you've been fast. You've had the kick for a long time, but what what is making it so loud and clear now? Yeah, it's just that aerobic strength that I've yeah. been working on. Okay. It's it's just like finally I am getting to the last like lap of the race, and I'm not just going lactic and <laughs> having nothing left. You know, like just trying to hang on. I'm finally like I'm still in control and still comfortable going into the last lap so that I can have a kick. So when you are uh, in a big race like this and you've got like 200 meters to go and you're still in a pack somewhere, uh, what shifts in your mind to say, all right, Shelby, like time to go and I know I can do this? Like what is going through your brain? Um, The thing, well, mostly I'm like feeding myself positive thoughts throughout Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you're comfortable this isn't too fast like trying like don't panic um and yeah like mostly just keeping an eye on where the that front is and keeping it within striking distance I guess uh and just like I'm trying to put myself in the best position also analyzing how much I have left um yeah, I mean, that's mostly the things that are going through my mind the last 200. But I also, in practice, we usually on speed days will practice 150-meter accelerations where you're visibly switching gears every 50 until the last 50 is, like, your top-end um, speed. So that's that's mostly what I've been picturing in my mind the last, like, 200 to 150 meters. It's just just like practice, you know, like, just switch the gears. Um, and I think now that I'm stronger this year, it's, it's, you can actually see it in the races instead of like just doing it in practice, you know, (laughs) do you prefer to come up from, from mid or would you, do you think that you would race just as well if you were leading at that end of the race like that? Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to 
till I actually, I'm very comfortable leading. I love to lead. Oh yeah. You and told me that. yeah, like even in this, I was really excited for this last, the 5k, um, in Houston because I was like, finally, like <laughs> I'm going to get to lead something. <laughs> um, cause Jerry, I mean, it, he's brilliant and I know he does everything for a reason and his logic is like, don't waste any extra effort leading if you don't have to, um, because it takes just a little bit out of you. And that could be mean the difference between like first and second or whatever it is. Uh, so I understand and I'm finally strong enough that I can run in the middle of the pack and still have a big kick at the end to, to try to win. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been frustrating because I really do like to lead. And I, I think that's like, in my mind, I'm like, if I can run faster than people, I should just go out and do it. You know, like <laughs> I shouldn't be hanging out in the back and I don't know. I, I think it's definitely more courageous to just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's also really good to practice your weaknesses and sitting in the back and hanging out has been one of my weaknesses in the past. So have like him having me work on that is definitely I can I can run from the front now I can run from the back now it doesn't matter like it's just kind of working on those different weaknesses to make yourself an overall stronger runner so tell me about Shalane and Corey pacing uh school us a little bit because I I don't know that people really know much about pacing for the 5k and on the track and like how long into the race did they stay and just give us the rundown. Yeah. Uh, so from the get go, we are kind of planning on having Shalane pace me. And <laughs> it's funny because at the beginning of the year, Jerry was like, okay, you're going to pace Shelby in Houston to break 15. And then as it got closer, he's like, okay, we're going to try to run 1450 <laughs> and then 1440. And then like, we're going to try to break the American record, the American record. And Shalane's just like, what the hell, Jerry? <laughs> I had to cram like three weeks of fitness into trying to pacing her to run like in the 1430s. Uh, so she was a huge, like she just stuck it out and worked really hard the last three weeks <laughs> to get ready for that. Um, but yeah, so she wanted to try to make it uh, to at least three 3K. Okay. Um, but she th- thought she she could do better if she had, if she had a pacer (laughs) the first like 1200 to a mile. Um, and Corey was awesome in like, she just was like, yeah, I'll help out. So she actually had raced a 1500 earlier that day. Oh, I saw that. Um, Yeah. And then came back and paced me and Shalane. She, I think she went through about 1400 meters. Um, and we went through the mile at 443, I believe. Um, and then, yeah, and then she dropped off and Shalane kept going. And I think we went through 3K in 8.53, if I Is that when she dropped? Yeah, that's when she dropped off. And then I ran the last 2K by myself. What, what does that look like for Shalane? What's her, do you know what her 5K PR is? Uh, I'm, I think it's, I know indoors she ran like 8.32. Two or something. Oh, for uh, a three for a three k. Three k, I okay. believe so. It's something like that. Um, or yeah, 
if I'm not totally positive, that's me guessing. Um, but I don't know if she's race one outdoor or what her outdoor PR is. So I don't know if it's faster or what. So Corey kind of stepped in because Shalane was like, eh, I need like a pacer. It yeah. Made her feel better and more confident to be able to do the job she needed to do. Yeah. I mean, I think it was, it's easier following someone and not having to worry about what pace you're running, like whether you're hitting splits. So I think in order for her to be able to go 3k, she just needed to be able to zone out a little bit for the first like three or four laps. So that helped her. So what's that like having Corey jump in because she's not your teammate, but yeah, clearly she was like supporting you and, and all for this. Yeah. That, I mean, that was awesome. It was just like, we were kind of desperate, like, Hey, can anyone do this? And she was all for just helping out. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Just even though we're on different teams and even like different shoe companies and everything, like it's just U S women helping out U S women, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's a really cool thing that she did for us. And I was really happy for, <laughs> for like that. She volunteered to help out. Yeah. That's so cool. So you have, um, some other big races coming up though in August and September. Um, tell everybody about those. Yeah. So my next race that I'm, prepping for is the diamond league final, uh, in the 1500 and that's in Brussels. And I believe that's August 31st. Um, and then from there, I'm planning on doing the 15 in the continental continental cup, which is in the Czech Republic. And I think that's like September 8th or 9th. And those are like really the only two races that I have planned. I've kind of been looking at potentially I'm like fingers crossed really <laughs> begging Jerry, but I really want to be in an 800. Oh, nice. Um, so I think we found an 800 in Berlin in between those. And he's also looking at a three K, but I'm like, no, I have unfinished business in the 800. I want to break two. <laughs> What's your 800 <laughs> PR? It's 201. Okay. And I ran that like my junior year of college. Okay. So I definitely think I can break that for sure. <laughs> That's kind of fun to just like go back and check it out and see what all this longer distance training will yeah. get you. No. Yeah. I mean, I think Jerry always said like 5k training will make your 1500 better just because of that strength. Um, so, and I obviously still like the speed's still there. So I'm really curious to see what I could do in an 800. Um, and what if you help. run like 157 or something? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very pumped about that. I'm like right now, I'm like in my mind, I'll be happy breaking two. And I don't know how far under I will be able to go. But breaking two in my mind is like, I just want to get past that barrier. And oh, I feel like... Will. Yeah, after every race, everyone's saying, like, when are you changing your Twitter handle? Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm never changing it's my Twitter It's not happening. No, I'm, I need to run an 800 break two just to prove to everyone that it, it deserves to stay. <laughs> okay, so here's a question then, because clearly your 5K is, like, your specialty right now. And, and you're doing a lot of 15s, too. But, like, what if you, like killed on the 800 like would you would that even be like back in the mix would that even be a consideration um I don't know actually I think I I knowing Jerry he'd probably keep me at the 15 5k yeah um but it I think it would be cool if he would like kind of throw me in some more 800s because I actually really enjoy the 800 I think it's a really fun race um 
and two laps compared to like almost four or 12 and a half. Yeah. I'll take the two. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see how you race it. Just like with, with the whole, everybody talking about your kick at the end of the 5k and whatnot in the 15, it'll be interesting to see where you sit when you race at 800. As long as I can get out fast enough, I should be fine. I think I can hold the second lap just fine. It's just whether or not I can get out in like a 57. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. So when, when would that potentially be? I think it would, whenever Berlin and Berlin is, and I think that's like around beginning of August, like maybe August 4th or something. Um, not really sure. All right. So talk to me about sharing the moment with Courtney because she broke the American <laughs> record as well. Yeah, that was awesome. She raced the night before me and I knew like I knew she was going to do something big and we had talked about her breaking the record and I I know she wanted to break 9. That was her big goal. Uh-huh. And I think that was bigger in her mind than maybe the American record was. Um but yeah, she, and she was so close. And I she know was like she, 9 I, flat, wasn't she? She was like 9 flat point eight or something. And I know she will get it. Yes. Uh, but it's just a matter of time. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I was watching and I think with 600 to go, she had just like, she passed Emma and like moved up into like, I think second with 600 to go. And I was just like, yes, like she, (laughs) cause I think she kind of struggles with that confidence and like Uh just going for it at times not paying attention to the pace or whatever. Uh, and that's something that she's definitely been working on. Um, and yeah, I, once I saw her move up into second with 600 to go, I was like, this is going to be good. She's going to run really fast. And I was really proud that she just like finally just went for it, you know? Um, yeah, I, I know she'll break nine. Yes. It's <laughs> at some point. It's definitely in there, but just to be able to, you know, run nine flat, have the American record, uh, that was the first time she'd ever beaten Emma, so... I was wondering just, about that, if she'd ever beaten her. No, yeah, that was, like, I think a big barrier in her head, too. Yes, yeah. So, I was like, you only have to do it once, like, just know, to know that you can, yes. you know? So, that was good for her to do that. Yeah, it's it can be intimidating to toe the line next to someone who just says always beaten you and to think like that's just how it's going to be. But the fact that she was able to shift that and a beat her, but now she knows like, I'm just as talented. I'm just as good. I work just as hard. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she needed to do was just do it one time. (laughs) Now, at least in her head, it's a more attainable thing to do. Um, so yeah, I was really, really happy for it. And it kind of like we had both talked about going for the American record, that same weekend. Um, and after watching her do it, I was like, okay, now I feel like I have some pressure, but I have to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> but it also, it was like, okay, now I know I can do it. You know, like watching her go out and do that was pretty awesome and, and inspiring for me. Were you there in person or were you watching on TV? No, I was watching on TV. Okay. Yeah. So she did it in Monaco and I went to Belgium. Oh my gosh. I should Houston. know that. So we were in different. Yeah. So I, Hadn't left, um, or yeah, no, I had left. Uh, yeah, I was in, I was in Holst actually in the Netherlands. <laughs> That's where we were kind of camping out. 
Um, and we were like scrambling cause I had just done my pre-meet and we were scrambling to go back, uh, to the hotel and grab food really fast before her race started. So I was like, got some, some to go pasta. And I was like in my room trying to find some live stream of it. Um, and finally found it and pulled it up and I took my computer to the restaurant mm-hmm. that was next to our hotel and we all <laughs> sat and watched it in the restaurant. So who, it was pretty funny. Who were you with? Uh, you I, was with it? I was with Shalane, Marielle, um, and our three Japanese athletes. Were you that, guys like screaming and cheering at the sc- t- at the screen? <laughs> no, we were like <laughs> we were like quietly like yes, like you know, <laughs> we're trying not to make a scene. Yeah. Oh man, that's so exciting. Okay, so um, we everybody wants to know about French French Bread Friday. <laughs> yes. So that originally started mostly as a, just a joke. Uh, Colleen, my teammate, had. She had started like French braid Friday where she, cause she French braids her hair every workout and every uh-huh. race. Um, and she obviously just likes alliterations. So she started <laughs> French braid Friday and was doing it every Friday. And, uh, I just thought it would be funny to just like kind of poke some fun at her and do French bread Friday. <laughs> and originally it just like started, like I was just going to do it as a joke a couple of times, um, but then everyone really started like loving it and we're really getting into it. So I was like, I'm having fun doing this and I think it's funny and it's like a way for me to get myself to post a little more on social media <laughs> and still like be myself. <laughs> so yeah, I've kind of just stuck with it and it's, it's really like blown up into this huge thing uh thinking about like I think it kind of be fun to sell some t-shirts or something (laughs) are you gonna do that I don't know uh I've thought about it I just like don't know if I want to make that commitment (laughs) but we'll see put Colleen on the case when I interviewed her she seemed like quite the little entrepreneur I know she's like all about like doing her own granola business yeah making appearances now for like braiding but <laughs> <laughs> I know she does yeah. like those Instagram stories she's like show up and I'll braid your hair I know I all these feel like that's like exhausting I would be exhausted doing all that stuff but she <laughs> she loves it and so like props to her so. that's so fun so yeah. so is French braid Friday still happening along with French bread Friday or is it all morphed she so she switched it to fast braid Friday oh, fast couple, braid Friday yeah she switched it uh to be I guess more inclusive of different types of braids. Like it doesn't have to just be French braids. Oh, um, got it's, it. It's just a fast braid, fast braid Friday, but fast bread Friday just doesn't have the same ring to it. So I'm just going to, I kept mine to French bread Friday. I thought it was pretty funny. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to make myself do a French bread and a fast braid Friday post yes. here in the yes. next like few weeks. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. Okay, so Shelby, you've got you. We've talked about the two races coming up, and maybe the third with the eight hundred, which I'm like yeah. way too excited about. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's beyond that? I mean, obviously, uh, long term, you're looking at 2020, everything. But like, what's beyond that? Before before 2020, after these races, what's in the middle? Um, hmm, I actually haven't like totally thought about it. I guess just like. I def I want to make the world team next year, um, either in the 15 or the 5k. I'm not really sure what Jerry's plan is there. Um, 
But yeah, I think I just want to keep building off of what I've done this year and continue to keep having that success. I, I think it's good right now that it's an off year and there's no pressure, but I'm still trying to like consciously finish in the top three just to kind of like make that a habit <laughs> mm-hmm. to finish in the top three in these races so that I can eventually get a medal. Um, and that would be my big goal next year at Worlds just to medal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, I don't know, the biggest thing for me is just having fun and not getting too caught up in the end results and trying to get impatient about where I'm at. I think. I love what I do and I love working hard and I'm loving the process. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me is just to keep enjoying it and keep having fun regardless of what the results are. Yeah. You, do you get more excited about a hard workout than any of your other teammates? <laughs> I do. I do. Like when I first joined, I, we were, it'd be like workout day and I noticed some of the girls are just like, Oh my gosh, it's workout day. I'm nervous. Like <laughs> they're like not excited about it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, am, is this going to be me in a few years? Like, are these workouts that hard that I'm not going to be excited for workouts? <laughs> no, you're still excited. I mean, they're definitely hard. I'm, they're definitely hard, but I'm still very excited. Like it was workout day yesterday and that was the first workout I had done since running that 5k. And I was so excited to just get out there and just, run fast. What'd so. you do? What was the workout? Uh, we did a four mile tempo and then like mile 12, eight, four, okay. which is my favorite. Like, I love tempos plus, uh, some reps. So that was my favorite workout and felt great. So yeah, it was, it was a fun day. That's awesome. Now, when you talk about, uh, getting the American women in the 5k more on the world stage and not just, you know, you want to be competing with the world's best, not just America's best. How do you see that happening with you, but like bringing up other American women in the 5k as well? Because if we're, if America, the American women are going to be competitive, competitive on the world stage, um, we need somebody, other people with Shelby, right? Yeah, no. And I think, we just added Carissa Schweitzer and Vanessa Frazier uh, to our group. And they, they actually were in the same race I was. And they had huge PRs. I think Carissa ran like 15.02. Oh, wow. And Vanessa ran 15.09, which was like a 12-second PR or something like that. Like, And I, I, we have Marielle as well. Um, so I think just we have a big 5K group just with the Bowerman club. Um, so I'm hoping just maybe training every day with each other, making each other better and them seeing what I'm doing can provide like some type of confidence. Like, yeah, I train with Shelby every day. There's no reason that I can't break 15 or run 1450 or run 1440. Um, and I think just like kind of getting people like getting that confidence into people can it can have like a waterfall effect where it's bringing more and more u.s women i think i don't i think there's just like this big mental barrier right now that's like breaking 15 is this huge deal and i don't think it should be as big of a deal as it is Mm. um and i think that can be hard when you have a mental barrier that's like 
it's it's kind of scary like when you're lining up and you're like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna run like 71s or something or 72s and have a kick like I'm trying to break 15 um and in your mind when you're running those splits you're like uh is this too fast like I try you know try not to panic um so I I just want to get to a point where there's just not that limit I guess like you're just running how you feel and not worrying about what pace you're running and not worrying about whether you're breaking 15. I, Cause I think the U S women can run a lot faster. We just have been stuck, I guess. Um, so I'm hoping if I can at least provide some type of inspiration to make us more competitive at that world level, I think that would be an awesome thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's like the thing where once someone broke the four minute mile, like then everybody broke the four. Yeah, minute mile. exactly. It's like you just yeah. gotta like, somebody has to do it and then it's yeah. attainable. Yeah. And I think with our group, if I can bring a few people along with me, it'll make it seem more like an attainable goal. So that's exciting for you though, that you have all these five cares to train with now. I know. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah. Cause I feel like we have a lot of people in, like we have a vast, a vast uh, variety of events right now, um, so having a few more five K people will be fun. All right. So, how did you celebrate, and what are you doing to celebrate the American record? Oh, how did I celebrate? I <laughs> so I drove to Brussels that night. I didn't get to my hotel until like uh, I think midnight or one a.m. Um, and Shalane had already beaten me there in a different van and she <laughs> ordered room service for me and had, I had like lasagna and we each got a chocolate mousse and it was so good. <laughs> like I hadn't had dessert in a couple months really. And, oh uh, yeah, that was how I celebrated. <laughs> were you, chocolate mousse. were you not eating dessert because you were like, I want to be eating super clean for training? Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, if I have like craving of something, I'll probably have it. Like if I, if I can't stop thinking about it, why waste effort sure. not yeah. thinking about it and just do it? Like, it's not going to hurt me. Yeah. Um, but I just try to, I like, there's just no nutritional value in like dessert <laughs> usually. So I just try to kind of cut it out and just only eat things that are, are going to help me instead of hurt me. So yeah. I find that from following you, you do a good job balancing that. But when you when you finish these this race in August and September, will you let yourself ease up on restrictions? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm probably like, I just really let go. Like I just yeah. like, I'm tired of being conscious of what I'm eating. I'll, I'll like eat McDonald's breakfast every day. Like I don't even <laughs> care. I'll probably gain like 10 or 15 pounds. Who knows? Like, I think I gained a lot of weight last fall, but I never weighed myself because I was like, I know I'm not going to like what I see, so I'm just not going to look. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it's like good to just have that mental break because it does get exhausting. Um, and I just like, I know that once I'm back into training, I'm going to turn it on, I'm going to work hard and it'll all come off and it'll all be just fine. Like it's not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, on my break, I just, I do just try to like let go and I'll have a few beers and I'll drink or I'll eat a lot of ice cream and like, I just, 
it's nice being a normal person for a couple of weeks and just not worrying about it. Do you struggle at all with body image when, when you take those breaks and you, you're not feeling as fit and fast as you do in season? I do a little bit. Um, that's why I just don't weigh myself. Actually, I, I never weigh myself because I think weight can be a really big, I don't know, like it can kind of consume you and it can, you if you let it, it can like kind of define what type of fitness you're in. Yeah. Just getting too hung up on a number. And I think as long as I am running fast, it shouldn't matter how much I weigh. Uh, and so I, I just never look because it's just, it's not conducive to what I'm doing. Um, like if I'm running fast, that should be good enough for me. And do you feel as fit and fast as you've ever been right now? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know how much I weigh, but I think this is probably the most fit I've ever been. And I can see it. I was actually joking with my, with my boyfriend. We, I had, someone had posted a picture of me my senior year at ASU and like looking at it, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I look so skinny now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think I was like, I, I I know I wasn't overweight or anything like that in college. I, it was just like, I had some baby weight and I just like, didn't really know how to eat healthy yet. And, um, I wasn't running as many miles, but like looking at that picture and then looking at me now, I was like, I've leaned down a lot. (laughs) Like just like unintentionally. It's just like, that's just kind of the part of the process. And it it comes as you get older and you work harder. And like, I, it hasn't been something that I've been like trying to attain or anything. It's just as long as I'm in, have been enjoying what I'm doing and doing the right things, it's just kind of come along with it. Yeah. It's like a natural progression of, of yeah. your fitness, your workouts. And also as you age, you probably have figured out what kinds of foods make you feel better and faster. Yeah, exactly. And I think Shalane and Colleen have been really helpful for me because I diet has been one of my hardest obstacles uh I just like I never really grew up eating super healthy uh I just kind of ate whatever I wanted to and which kind of bit me in the butt my freshman year of college I think I gained like 10 pounds because I was my dietary goal was to eat fast food just once a day (laughs) (laughs) so like I've definitely come a long way and I even while you were competing collegiately yes yes exactly and yeah I think I've kind of figured out the right things to eat and I've learned how to, Shalane's been huge in this and just her, like her cookbooks, but uh-huh. I've learned how to make healthy food taste really good. And now I like, I'd rather eat my healthy, good or healthy food than like go out to eat or eat fast food. Cause I just like, I feel so much better uh, eating the stuff that I make. So, well, while we're on the topic before we wrap up, um, you know, what's your message though to like that college athlete or someone that's just turning pro that actually like is struggling with, um, disordered eating or wanting to be thinner. Um, what's your message to them that strength, you know, is most important, not number on the scale, not how skinny you are. Yeah. I, so my coach in college made a really good analogy about your body is like, a race car so you can either fill it full of gas and it'll or yeah you can either fill it full of gas or you can fill it half 
full of gas and like it'll be a little lighter it might go a little faster but you're gonna run out of gas faster than you are with the bigger tank and I think it's it's the same thing with running if you're only half feeling your body it's only it's not sustainable you know it's it's you're not gonna last as long um you have your body is awesome and it's like doing really cool things and you're demanding a lot of it so like I I just like I never try to like count calories or really worry like if if I'm craving something or if I feel like I'm hungry that's my body's way of saying like hey I'm working hard here like give me some food I need some fuel uh so I never like I just like if I'm hungry I'll eat and if I'm not I won't but yeah it's just like kind of having that balance of fueling your body right and giving it the right things especially like real food um I try to cook as much as I can and not buy like this processed food with a ton of sugar in it because like your body doesn't know how to digest that uh it's it knows how to how to digest like real food and it absorbs those nutrients better it you can burn through it a little faster like your uh, your metabolism works better with it so it's just like learning how to eat those healthy foods learning how to make it taste good and not worrying about how you look because it doesn't really matter if you're if you look great but you're running slow it doesn't like it's it's just not it doesn't matter um so and even if you are not eating and you're running fast it's not sustainable either so I think I think strength and feeling your body correctly goes a much longer way than not if that makes sense yeah I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to ultimately compete on the kind of world stage you're talking about yeah if you're not fueling and you're and you're not gonna be able to run injury free that's for sure no yeah I mean I've, I've seen a lot of I've seen that like uh, trend I guess in collegiate athletes where Maybe they have an eating disorder, but they're running really, really well that year. But I guarantee you they always break. Uh, and that's just like, it's a really sad thing to watch because I know that, like, I just, I know what the outcome's going to be. Mm. They're going to eventually break because that is just not, a not, it's not sustainable to what you're doing. And your body is working really hard to do it, those things for you. And it's just like, you're not respecting it, but yeah, that's where I was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to weigh myself. I'm not going to worry about what I weigh. It doesn't matter as long as I am eating the right things, eating enough and running fast. That's, that's all that should really matter. Yeah, that's good. Shelby, have you read any recent book, good books? Uh, I am reading The Power of Now at okay. the moment. I'm not totally through it yet, but I, I'm really enjoying that one. Just it's, giving me some helpful tips, just like learning how to, I mean, yeah, learning how to be in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. All right, Shelby. Well, congratulations from me and all of my listeners. Everybody's really excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to maybe we can catch up again after these fall races and, and see how you did in that 800 and, and yeah. if, if you break the American record in the 15 as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes. Right, thank you. We're cheering thank for you. you. Thanks, Shelby. 
Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening today. Thanks, Shelby, for coming back on the show for a third time. I love having reoccurring guests on the show, and this episode did not disappoint. You guys, I hope that I can keep bringing you bonus content and hopefully pick up the pace and maybe even uh, drop extra episodes more frequently like this. Um, One way you can support the show and allow me to do that uh, is by supporting my Patreon page, and that's patreon.com slash lindsayhine. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. Hope you have a great weekend. And as always, I'll see you next Friday.